Okay, so, this is a bit of a long episode. It is also only half of an episode. Let, let me explain. Basically, we recorded for an hour, and so we're splitting it in two. Um, part two of this episode will be out in, like, two weeks, when the next episode would have come out. If you want to hear the whole thing right now, it is up on our Patreon. So, yeah, also the sound quality isn't great because we had to use a recording of a Zoom call. It's bearable, though. Nothing awful. So, yeah, I don't know where I'm going to split it yet, but hopefully it's roughly half an hour each. Um, enjoy. Hey, lovely people, we know you love the show and want to support it. Well, now you can. If you go to patreon.com siblingsandfandoms, you can get all sorts of cool benefits. What cool benefits, you ask? You get special access to a Discord server where you get to interact personally with Nora and Maddie. <laughs> you get unedited and early episodes and sometimes, very rarely, even some bonus content. The first five patrons will get a personalized thank you card from Nora and Maddie, so there's no time to waste. If any of those benefits sound cool to you, then head over to patreon.com or patreon.com siblingsandfandoms and pledge today. If they don't sound cool, or you can't afford it, don't worry. We appreciate you listening so much more than you can imagine, and we hope you enjoy the episode. Welcome to Siblings and Phantoms. I'm Nora. And this is Maddie. And today, before anything else happens, we are being joined by Cade. Hi. Yes. Who are you? Hi. I am a person uh, who enjoys animation. I do lots of arty stuff. And I I hope to work in animation one day, and that that is the plan. I am peak human existence, except I'm not. I'm actually, like, terrible. We are, it's we are in the fine. peak of human existence. <laughs> you're, you're fine. We're fine. It's all fine. Yeah, this country? Fine. fine. No. The, the culture no, surrounding fine. it? Fine. Bad. Um, politics? Bad. Fine. Good things. No. This is not a politics podcast, but I made it a politics it's... podcast. Yeah, we've been recording for 20 minutes. <laughs> What? Oh, lovely. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, so okay, we are here. We are here to talk about, believe it or not, uh, cartoons. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, true. cartoons can be political, at least according to Cartoon Network's Instagram comics. comics. Yeah, and according to um, according to one Scott Nicewander. Yep. Who. Yeah, um, yeah. Captain America punches a Nazi, or punches Hitler. Oh, sorry. Yeah, he punches Hitler. Absolutely. <laughs> That's and, political, like, believe it or not. That is political. Comics more, and cartoons have always been political. More like, now than ever, somehow. Abs- not um, even really. They're just, like, more reflective of our reality. Like No, but, like, 
now there are literal Nazis. Well, I mean, Hydra has always existed in the MCU. I'm yeah, not but Hydra's sure like about... diet Nazis. No, Hydra's like Nazi Nazis and they literally run the country. Right, but like, they're the Nazis who aren't Nazis. Like, specifically not Nazis. I mean, yeah, I guess. They're Nazi-adjacent, they work yeah. with the Nazis, but, but the word they're, they're Nazi, not. nuh-uh. I can't use that word. That's a, that's a no, taboo word. That's, no. that's a bad word. That's a, that's a, that's a Hitler. That is, that's that a is Hitler a Hitler, thing. and we do not endorse him. And, um, all, yeah, in case that needs to be said, um, Hitler's bad. <laughs> And you guys. said surprisingly, I, I, I hate this reality. We yep. really have people denying the Holocaust. Wow. We live in the dumbest timeline. I mean, although we only also... for America <laughs> and Brazil. Yeah. I feel like we're like an alternate reality where Trump won, and in the real reality, he didn't, and we're just that crappy reality that. Yeah, I I think in the real reality, Bernie Sanders is president. Definitely, we are in the alternate reality where Trump won. <laughs> oh yeah, that's not like uh, a question. So, uh, cartoons. Yes, yeah. cartoons. Well, I mean, I just <laughs> talked about South Park. That is a cartoon. That's a cartoon. Yeah, that's uh, a very political cartoon. That is a very political cartoon, and I think that could be our segue. Uh, so into anything else? To animate? Yeah. So South Park is actually an interesting uh, example because they managed to get all of their like stuff done within a week. That's how they managed to stay so like uh, modern. Although, that's just I a very think... impressive like media thing. Yeah, that is beyond absolutely... animation. That's like a good journalism. That's like... Yeah, and but uh... not journalism because so if you if y'all didn't know. Uh, when they were covering the 2016 election uh, and parroting it, they expected Hillary to win, and the entire arc surrounded like, oh, Mr. Garrison is Trump, and, and he's not going to win because he's stupid. And then Trump won! And they were like, uh... What okay. do we possibly do now? Like, and they already wrote like the ending for Hillary Clinton winning, and so they had right. to completely rewrite the script and like within a matter of like two days and re yeah, and get everything. the get the actors uh, to record it get yeah, the sound engineers to mix it absolutely like wild and because like i could honestly i could tell and like no one expected it no, no one, one ever would have guessed uh not even like disney uh so Disney has this ride. I've never been to a Disney park, so this is me. They have a of... Hall of Presidents, right? Yes, they have like a Hall of Presidents. And the Trump animatronic looks terrible. And uh -huh. people are saying that the reason why... It There's like a fully formed Hillary one somewhere. Yeah. People thought that it was like the reason why it doesn't really look like him and why it's so terrible is because they anticipated Hillary to win... And instead of like, oh, sorry, my uh, headphones got caught on my other microphone. Whoops. Uh, they anticipated Hillary to win. And so instead of like making a Trump animatronic from scratch, they just reused the Hillary animatronic and like slapped the Trump skin on top of it. That's great. 
Wow. That's wonderful. So um, let's let's um get a, a little less political, just because. Yeah. So like, um, it's kind of interesting talking about uh the length of production time South Park goes into, uh, and that's mostly because of its animation style. Uh, it does not because it's so simple. It doesn't take very long to animate at all. Uh, which is an interesting comparison to other shows. Uh, for example, I remember hearing, I think on like a 107 facts from like Channel Federator like years ago, um, that Steven Universe, oh my god, it's Steven Universe, holy, holy crap, oh my god, Whoa. everyone loves it. Uh, Steven Universe uh, takes like a year to make an episode. And I remember I was telling that back to my older sister and she was like, that's stupid like no and i was like yes animation I mean, takes longer than you expect not uh, not no but also not yes yeah well i mean on, like four episodes at a time and right. so like i don't know and so she was like oh well then it takes a year to make four episodes and i'm like you realize that like if you big four sheets of cookies at the same time and you put them in the oven at the same time they're still gonna be done in the amount of time it takes to make one batch of cookies right more or less yeah and there will be a slight extension it's yeah and so it's like a similar concept they're making four episodes at the same time that are being written and boarded at the same time and animated at the same time you're gonna have bunches of four episodes at the same time and that's why like the hiatuses were so long as it was airing yeah because cartoon network uh this is like a more modern thing because networks more recently have been trying to compete with streaming services and so cartoon network what they would do is the steven bombs where they would air like four or five episodes in a row uh one summer i believe it was like 2017 2016 uh they bombed the whole summer so from june to august it was like all new episodes and then it was radio silence that's Uh, great and like that's because these episodes usually are made to be on like a weekly schedule and like uh the producers of the show have no control over it it's all like marketing or whatever right and so these shows are meant to be placed on like a weekly schedule and not released all at once and so if we were to if you were to go and watch steven universe uh or rewatch it i guess one day every week like a new episode every week because it's like 90% 90% of it is on Hulu. It's not all on Hulu. Uh, uh-huh. They don't have the last season or future. But um, if you were to go and do that, then I believe it would take an infinitely less time than it would like take as it aired. Like It went dead for months. And like me being a fan of that show, as it was airing, complete like torture. Yeah, like, because the two... The two big pieces with being popular is capturing attention and keeping it. Retaining it, yeah. And Steven Universe wasn't able to do that. And I think that's why uh, it got as heavily criticized as it did. 
is like if you watch it all in one sitting, yeah, there is some filler which kind of eh, makes me a little mad because uh, one of the uh, producers and writers of the show, Ian JQ, he's like one of my like actual gods uh, of televised animation, like in the modern era, was like like a few years ago was like there are no filler episodes of steam universe it all leads up into one thing eventually and there's an entire character that got dropped and i'm so mad uh all right so in the so, episode last one out of beach city there spoilers for some for episode of steven universe i think it's like the third season uh it's on hulu go watch spoilers it. for season Three. One through million Three. of Steven Universe. Yeah. Well, specifically, like, the third episode. Not the third yeah. episode. The third season, there's an episode called Last One Out of Beach City. It's uh, where I first heard one of my favorite musical artists, Mike Kroll. Uh, he writes some music for Steven Universe uh, in the later seasons. So go listen to him. Uh, the songs that were in that episode are Like a Star and 15 Minutes. Um, and in that episode, Pearl is trying to be like a new gem, you know, go have fun or whatever with Amethyst and Steven. And right. so she puts on a leather jacket and she looks all cool and stuff. And she meets this girl who looks exactly like Rose Quartz Steven's mother, who she had a crush on. Yes. Uh, because she's gay. <laughs> she's really gay. Um, what representation and, in media? Media, wow! We can't have that, Maddie. You really bad. have to say words if you want the audience to know things. Yeah, we're okay to know things. <clears throat> oh, absolutely! I, <laughs> Maddie. Uh. <laughs> okay, and so she appears in that one episode, and at and there's like an end credits roll. And so it's like Steven as the wingman, Amethyst as, like, whatever. <laughs> and it says at the end, introducing Mystery Girl as herself, implying that she'll be, like, in future episodes. Uh, and she just shows up in the background a couple times, and I'm, like, really sad about that. Uh, Ask the <laughs> creator what she's about. You know him personally, right? That's how being Not a fan of things works. You automatically gain... No. Access I mean, to your favorite creators, one of my tweets, personal which... things. <laughs> That's like actually something really cool and interesting, like about the cartoon fandom uh, in general, is that there's a lot of, well, other than like the larger creators, like Rebecca Sugar has like a million followers on Instagram and Twitter because she's like, oh my god, she created Steven Universe. Holy crap, Steven Universe, guys. Steven Universe, oh my god, it's such a great show. Right, but the um, writers. But, like, the the writers, because there's more than one writer. Like, a lot of people don't understand this, because uh, there's been a meme going around about how Coach Hartman can't draw, like, within the uh, animation community. Uh and so a lot of people are like, well, it's his style. Why can't he draw in his style? Uh, because the Fairly Odd Pants and Danny Phantom have the same style, but because they're not. Their designs aren't that, created by the. Not creator. how. Not yeah, how things not how work. Not how things work. So let's talk. Let's move away from like specific cartoons a little bit. 
Let's talk about how cartoons and comics are sort of perceived by the wider community. Oh my gosh. And by community, I mean general public. Okay, I know exactly where to start. So, I'm gonna like, because, yeah, yeah, I'm media and I know things. I'm gonna start all the way back uh, with the 1930s. And so, back in the day, the day old before television, uh, what there was, uh, were, there were cartoons, uh, I believe one of the first cartoon mascots was Felix the Cat, so I'm gonna start with him, uh, they were, because they were released in theaters and there wasn't, like, a theater rating system yet, uh, cartoons were essentially intended for everybody, uh, adults, uh, children, everyone, and so there's actually, like, early, like, uh, rubber hose cartoons are like really dark and like Ooh. kind of interesting because of that. Uh, they're also kind of racist, but that was the time. Well, uh, we don't talk about racist things. We call them um, culturally insensitive now. Yeah. To avoid saying sensitive, uh, the real word. Especially towards black people. Uh, yeah. There were like multiple Mickey Mouse shorts and comics where Mickey Mouse is just in blackface. Uh, uh-huh. Mickey Mouse's design is based off of minstrel shows, fun fact. And, that's where you know, the, that's some where the, of the South exists. comes from. Like, that's why Mickey Mouse wears gloves. Other, like, because it's inspired by minstrel, but also because, uh, because it was a black and white medium, a lot of cartoon characters had, like, that were animals, had, like, black fur and white faces. Right. So you can tell their bodies from their heads. And so it sense. was easier to animate hands if they had a white glove on them. So that way you can see their hands on their body. And it doesn't just look like a giant mass of black. Uh, and so it's easier to differentiate. Yeah. But allegedly, Walt Disney got the idea from like minstrel shows where they would do a similar thing where they depict racially insensitive caricatures of black people commonly in blackface uh wearing white gloves uh so that was a yikes that also you know song of the south exists song of the south exists uh it's in and an it does yeah it's in an interesting place because nothing about that movie is like textually racist uh it's, it's just, just you uh, know glorifies plantations slavery yeah and like it kind of falls into that confederate ideal of oh slavery wasn't that bad look at this ex-slave who look at this happy fine and he's so happy with his white family yeah uh, and, and now that, yeah no and, and now no one will ever see it ever again yeah, in any way that's the ever. way disney handles their shit we're in sorry I don't know. Uh, Maybe if we get a new uh, a new Disney CEO who's not an old white man yeah. in a hundred years. And like this is honestly kind of why I prefer Warner Brothers to Disney, uh, because Warner Brothers acknowledges their racist past, like in re-releases of old Looney Tunes cartoons that were racist and old Tom and Jerry cartoons that were racially insensitive and had like mammy tropes and such. Uh, they 
always put a disclaimer at the beginning of the cartoon going, hey, these images, this show has racially insensitive caricatures that we acknowledge are wrong now and were wrong at the time. However, caricatures as such were part of the norm of society and we do not endorse the creators, but to act, to remove them is to act as though they never existed. And right. And that then, is exactly what Disney does. Like, right, and we, Dis- Disney doesn't even remove them. They like, yeah. like, you can watch Dumbo. Yeah, but just not the scene with the crows in it on Disney+. Plus. Really? Did they remove that? Yeah, they removed oh, that. Nice. Yeah. And they completely took that part of the story out of the live-action remake. But not the part where, like, a child elephant does hard drugs or something? Drinks alcohol? That's what he does. Yeah, I think it's it's alcohol. They actually removed that from the live-action remake as well. I mean... Uh, And instead it was just bubbles that looks like the pink elephants. The pink elephant scene, honestly, I actually really like. It's such a trip. It would have been flat-out irresponsible for them to weave in the crows the um shadowy black men who sing oh yeah i think the beginning too but uh like it would have been irresponsible for them to we put those in the remake yeah that would put them in the remake oh yeah oh definitely uh but like to to cut them out of the original uh, is to, like, act as though it never existed. Same with Fantasia. There is yeah. a... Yeah, there's a scene in Fantasia where there is a caricature of a black person in a subservient role, and, again, they could just pull what Warner Brothers did See, and be like... no, they can't, because here, here's the main issue with it, hmm. which is that... So, Warner Brothers... Wow, we're off topic. Um, yeah. Warner Brothers doesn't have a figurehead. Like, oh yeah, people know might know the name Jack Warner, maybe. Oh, but everyone but also knows. he was not directly involved in the creation of Looney Tunes or oh, all no. of those other things. He was a businessman. Yeah, yeah. Walt Disney was directly involved. Create, in- wrote, drew, and wrote those sketches. Yeah, well, kind of. I mean, not not Dumbo, but, like, the Mickey Mouse ones. Yeah. And you you can't separate Mickey Mouse from Disney. From Walt Disney, yeah. From from Walt Disney, yeah. The company does whatever they can to paint him in a godlike light. Right, and and even... For the time, he wasn't racist, like... I don't know if you've seen Saving Mr. Banks. Yeah, I have. Okay, so, uh, one, I... Like, I see pictures of Walt Disney, and I think that's not right. Yeah. You're wrong. That You yeah. are not Tom Hanks. Yeah. Become Tom Hanks, Tom Hanks now. Um, but, like, I, I see honest-to-God pictures of Disney, and I'm like, that's not Walt Disney. Yeah. And then I see... And then, like, even then, they've, at this point, admitted Walt was a smoker. Yeah, he something that they were somehow unwilling to do. Um, like why? Who because knows? They want to paint him in the most positive light for the times as possible. But they he... want people to see him as this all immangling like light right. of a person. 
but he was a person alive in the 1920s. Like, of course, by today, you look at alive in the 19th standards. Of course, by today's standards, he would be considered like racist and like horrible. But for the time, he really wasn't. Uh, especially yeah, also, it, looking back at saving Mr. Banks, you—he's the savior. Yeah. Like he made the movie you like. Yeah. Look at him. Look at the good guy. Look at the mean offer who's trying to stop movie you like from being made. Yeah. And, like... In Pamela Travers' will, she specifically said, no one related to the Sherman Brothers can ever work on an adaptation of her books, no American can ever adapt her books, and no one associated with the Walt Disney Company can touch any of her work. That sounds like yeah, because also like, that wasn't Mary Poppins like in the book. She, it wasn't she didn't Poppins. cry because she liked the movie. She cried because, because it was terrible. Because no, not because it was terrible. Um, because, it wasn't, like, because it's because her story wasn't hers. Yeah. Because they changed it. Yeah. And eventually, she like. She saw it a few more times, and she was like, okay, I mean, I don't like it, but Julie Andrews was pretty good. Yeah, she was. Which, yeah, I mean, I've read the first Mary Poppins book. It's a children's book. Yeah. Very, very much a children's book. Yeah. But, like, Julie Andrews was a good choice. Oh, yeah. Also, when you think of Mary Poppins, do you think of the movie or the book? I think of the movie, but that is Disney's branding. Yeah, but that's Disney's intention. You know? Yeah, they they buy the things you like, and then erase them. Yeah. And, like, it's really interesting uh, how, like, Disney holds, like, Disney, like, kind of screwed over media for everyone. uh, Yeah. Because what they They did... Screwed copyright law. They screwed copyright laws so much. So basically, there's a concept within American law and like a lot of other laws uh, from other countries called public domain, where once an author or a creator of an original work passes on and has been dead for like a while, uh, or just lets the copyright run out, or just lets the copyright run out, what they can do is announce something as public domain, meaning that anyone could use uh the concept or the character a, yeah, what, example, what's a another like, example the fairy tale characters or like oh Peter yeah Pan or Alice in Wonderland. the the original wizard of oz book yeah book but not the movie not book, book uh, is in the public domain therefore yeah. everything is based on the everything is based on the based book, book. uh-huh yeah, yeah. Why, do, why are you looking at me funny? Views from the extremely iconic and well-known movie. Nope, Absolutely they can't. They can't well. use that specific shade of green for the witch. Yeah. They can't. Uh, or like they don't either. Uh, for example, in Hotel Transylvania, they couldn't use uh, green skin or bolts on Frankenstein. Uh, weirdly enough, because of Disney, which impacted Universal. Uh, because in the 90s, the copyright on Mickey Mouse was up and he was about to enter public domain. But because Disney is so obsessed with their image, uh, especially of their iconic characters like Mickey Mouse, they were like, 
oh, well, we can't have that happen. So we are going to lobby congressmen extremely heavily uh, in order to get them to extend the reach of public domain. So that way we can keep our board. Yeah, and, and also... Um... And so by now, anything made in the 1930s should be public domain. Mickey Mouse is 100 years old, like over 100 years old. Uh, the copyright and, for Mickey Mouse runs out in like 10 years. Yeah. And, and that's going to be a really interesting yeah. thing to watch. Yeah. Uh, and so if that didn't happen, like characters like characters from the 1930s, like uh, and concepts like Green Frankenstein or the Wizard of Oz or Mickey Frankenstein Mouse. Frankenstein is um, 1880s. Yeah, I know, but specifically the universal version of Frankenstein. So right. the original Mary Shelley Frankenstein is public domain, and anyone can create a story based off of it. However... And the use the character of Frankenstein. Yeah, the universal character of Frankenstein is not public domain. So if you want to make a Frankenstein character, you can't use specific attributes from the original so like in Hotel Transylvania, they were going to make him look like the original, not the original, but the universal version of Frankenstein, like with the green skin and the bolts, because that's what everyone associates mm -hmm. with Frankenstein. But instead he has like, like ding dong, you're wrong. Grayish and skin, so right? He has like bluish skin, yeah. And he doesn't have neck bolts. And on that note, we will end this part of the episode. Um, Siblings and Fandoms is edited by me, Nora. Our artwork is by Imploding Crocodile, number 9981. DM her on Discord to get commissions done. Um, what else? Oh, pledge to our Patreon at patreon.com slash siblingsandfandoms. Follow us on Twitter at siblingspod or on Instagram at siblingsandfandoms. Uh, send us an email at siblingsandfandoms at gmail.com. And... Oh, uh, you can follow Cade on Instagram at CadeTheChickenNugget and on Twitter at something and some other things. All the stuff is linked in the description. So yeah, come back next time for part two. Where we talk about um, the monopolization of the movie industry. And I think eventually get back around to cartoons. Have a nice day. Bye. <laughs>